Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Joe Tucker, thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, but if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. We're shining the spotlight on Justin Timberlake today, and I'm so pleased that Mad Movie Man A.J. Hockery has agreed to join Nikki Starr and yours truly to discuss Timberlake's films and music. And as an added attraction, we're hoping that comedian Nancy Lombardo, host of Comedy Concepts here on Blog Talk Radio, will call in because she's actually worked on a Saturday Night Live skit with Justin, and we want to hear her reactions to that, of course. Now, we already know that Justin is a music megastar, but he's currently poised to become an A-list movie actor, too. His performances in two new films might just do the trick. Runner, Runner, a gambling thriller co-starring Ben Affleck, opens on October 4th. Well, that's, that's coming up a uh, week after next. And in December, Timberlake will be playing a key role in a kind of screwball comedy from the Coen brothers titled Inside Lewin Davis. So let's get started by calling on Nikki Starr to see if she's ready to help with the show. Nikki, are you excited about today's topic? That would be the understatement of the year. I am very <laughs> excited. <laughs> and why is that? Because I am Justin Timberlake's number one fan. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. And uh, as, as we were mentioning before the show, usually you're the one that has to calm me down before the show. <laughs> and I've had to do that. I've had to do that today. Well, uh, I see that we um, that we have the famous Steve Mendoza in the chat room already, and so we want to uh, to welcome here him, and we want to let everyone know that the chat room is open, and uh, we want them to know that Steve Mendoza has a uh, wonderful show. It, uh, there are some archives of his show here on Blog Talk Radio, but now he's doing shows for uh, Dreamstream Radio, and we're hoping that everyone will, will check out Steve's shows because they're very clever, very funny, and, and uh, you won't be sorry if you listen to his show. So welcome, uh, welcome to our show, Steve, and thank you for signing up for the chat. Um, now, uh, Uh-oh. Hello? We, we've been having some technical difficulties with her staying connected, although I do know she will be back shortly, okay? Because I just got the continue episode, so she'll be right back. But um, do you uh, want I me do, to say anything, have, or do, you go? Yeah. Please. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I have the questions right here, so I can riff off these uh, the best I can until Betty Jo comes back. Uh, we'll right. just talk here about, uh, well, well, since you are uh, just Justin Timberlake's number one fan. Oh, by the way, if anyone out there is, uh, doesn't know who I am, because I just kind of talked out of nowhere here. Right, uh, sorry. Is, 
Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's it, it's all right. This is what you do. It's 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 improv. Here we go. Uh, I'm I'm AJ Hockery. Uh, I'm a film critic for uh, CineSlice, uh, Real Talk Reviews, Classic Movie Guide, and all those other sorts of sites out there. Uh, yeah, that's basically me. I've been on here a gazillion times, and thank mm-hmm. you, Joe, and you for bringing me back here. Uh, but so, uh, Nikki, since you are uh, Justin Timberlake's self-professed number one fan to not as non-creepy levels, or so you say, uh, you would be the uh, good to bring us into our first question here. Uh, when did you first see or hear Justin Timberlake perform a uh, musical number, and what was your reaction? Well, you know, he's been around for a long time. He was on the Disney Channel, and, of course, I mean, I, he was like my first crush ever, all right? Mm-hmm. He was in a movie called Model Behavior. He was in the band In Sync. okay? But um, I think I really fell in love with him w- when he was in Sync, and they are the number three boy band of all time, all right? Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, I'd have to say that Tearing Up My Heart, I don't know if you all know that, but that was probably one of my favorites. Um, yeah, and he's he performed at the Academy Awards in the year 2002 and also at the Super Bowl. And interestingly enough, did you know he performed in 2004 at the Super Bowl with Janet Jackson? Do you remember that During, Super during Bowl? the infamous wardrobe malfunction. That's correct. <laughs> that was I wild. know. <laughs> oh, you two, sound, you two sound great. I think somebody who did, doesn't like Justin... Timberlake, Timberlake sent gremlins to my telephone, so but I am, but I am back. And, and Nikki, I can just hear, I can just hear the excitement in your in your voice, and that's that's great. To, that is great to hear. Um, but I didn't hear when uh, I, I missed when AJ first uh, heard Justin Timberlake. So we didn't get go, to that yet. Yeah. Oh, oh we didn't get. Oh, good. Then no. I then I haven't then I haven't missed too much. So. So AJ, uh, why don't you share uh, your first experience of uh, seeing or hearing Justin? Well, see, well, my reaction of kind of first seeing him uh, is basically the polar opposite of what uh, Nikki had. Like I was probably like thirteen or fourteen when like InSync first started coming out. Like them and the Backstreet Boys just kind of exploded onto the scene at the first time and. I, I, I was like a little jerk kid, so I'm like, yeah, instinct, yeah, backstreet <gasps> girls, yeah. so I just like didn't want anything to do with that universe. Like I didn't even really have anything against the songs. I just thought they were stupid. Thus, Backstreet Boys and Insync were the worst thing ever. Oh, <laughs> oh. Like, you, you, you gotta forgive me, Nikki. I I was a foolish youth. No, you were younger than me. I was actually a little older. So you know, what I mean, like I didn't. They were a little young for me, but, well, actually, he's not that much younger than me, but still. I do understand. I don't think they were a great boy band for boys. That's, that wasn't their audience. Yeah, they they, oh. they were they were factory farm-bred to appeal to the teen right. upper girl demographic, and yes. it was just completely out of my wheelhouse, so I just had, like, no... No concern for them until like JT started going out on his own and uh, doing right. doing more grown up music and getting into the acting thing. That's when I actually kind of discovered, hey, this is actually a pretty talented guy. You know, oh I have one interesting God. thing to say. I don't know if you know who Lou Pearlman Pearlman is, but oh, oh he was yeah, the, oh yeah, yeah, he was the man behind um, InSync and Backstreet Boys, and then um, I forget the other band. There's three of them, but he gathered these boys that didn't know each other but were hot and taught them to dance and sing. Now, really, the only one left 
from NSYNC that does a great job is JT. That's what I'd have to say. So. And and Lou, and Lou Perlman is in jail right now, but yes, that's he certainly show. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, I I, I was not, uh, you know, the target audience for NSYNC <laughs> at all. <laughs> but that's that's where I first uh, noticed uh, Justin, and I I I really really loved in sync. I, I remember being so impressed by that group's dance moves. Now you say they, you know, no, they weren't dancers. Well, I thought they were just great, and they had they, they, had they, the they did court. got taught that. Yes, they did get taught that. Yeah, but but I understand that even before um, he his teenage uh, success with Insync, there were there was a ten year old Timberlake who sang at the Grand Ole Opry. And the following yep. year, he could be seen on TV's Star Search. And wow. then you already mentioned mentioned that he was a member of the all-new Mickey Mouse Club. That's where mm-hmm. you first saw him, Disney, on the Disney Channel. And um, wasn't Brit- Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera? Correct. I'm not sure who all was in that. In that uh, Ryan Gosling, for gosh sake. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so what a, what a group. And uh, who knew then that as an adult <laughs> he would be Timberlake would be would be so successful? Of course, uh, Britney Spears and Christina and Ryan haven't done so bad for themselves either. But but I think uh, that Justin um, got really uh, noticed for uh, being so talented in his first solo album, Justified. I don't I don't know how you feel about that album. Uh, Nikki, but he's been going strong in the music world ever ever since. No, uh, I don't do you love think? Justified. Yeah, I do love Justified, and it debuted number two on the Billboard 200. I'm telling you, he's such an unsung hero. He it, he really is. I love Justified. I love Future Sex Love Sounds. I really don't. I actually love that one better because it was more rock, and I mm-hmm. love the 2020 experience, his new one. I can't think of any of any of his songs or musical sounds that I don't really appreciate. Well, and I know you like uh, Mirrors because yes, I that's, do. The, that's the song that you've chosen today for our outro music. Why? Uh, uh, tell AJ why you like Mirrors so much. Well, when you, I don't know if everybody's heard it yet, okay, but I like it because it's very progressive and it's, it's a, away from the sound that he normally has. He does lots of um, R&B or pop sound, except for with um, with Future Sex Love Sounds. That was more rock, but but Mirrors is just it'll just grab you in. I just love it. I think it's an instant hit. So, well, he uh, did the did the lyrics. Does he do the lyrics for most of his songs? He is actually a writer. Um, he does a mm-hmm. lot of collaboration, but he's almost on every single. He almost gets credit on every single song for at least part of the writing. So, I see. Well, uh, the lyrics are beautiful to mm-hmm. mirrors. I did check them out on uh, on the on Google. I looked up the the lyrics and uh, I, I because I didn't know. I thought, is this going to be something magic like Mirror Mirror on the Wall, who's <laughs> the most famous uh, pop star of them all, <laughs> something like that? But no. I mean, it was very touching, very romantic. I wonder if he was thinking about Jessica Beale when he Probably. was writing Mirrors. I'm sure he was. <laughs> yes, he, he definitely has has a good taste in women. Are they married they now? Are. They are married. Yes, they are. What a what a couple! Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we will be hearing uh, Mirrors, dear listeners. Uh, so so stick around to the end of the show, and and we're we're hoping to play that that entire uh, number. 
And uh, AJ, do you have any favorite Timberlake vocal performances? <laughs> well, I uh, actually, when I first actually started kind of getting into uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, like, we'll, like we'll talk about his his uh, movies just a little bit later, but musically, you know, like I said before, the whole InSync thing, it was just off my radar. It's like I just had no interest in it. But then uh, when he started coming on to uh, SNL and uh, doing doing his acting and uh, singing appearances there, and he started participating in uh, the digital shorts. And uh, I, I know this is a family-friendly show, but I think you know the one song that I'm thinking about <laughs> I know right what now. You're talking about the, in the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, in the box where it's like, wow, this guy is. This guy's vocal, like he has, he has a really good voice, but he has a sense of humor about himself, and I think that's why uh, he's been so successful in the business. Is that yeah, he was, he, like he did the boy band thing, and he was, you know, he was he was a pro at that. You know, he gave the odd the target audience exactly what they wanted, but he was able to move into the kind of the more sophisticated R and B stuff like Cry Me a River, which I do think is a pretty good song. I I enjoy the voice there and it's a it, it has it has the effect that it was aiming for. But he yeah, he goes through all those and he can go on to S N L and just kinda go into all these genres and kind of and kind of turn them around and do like a this this funny little riff on him. Like he has a sense of humor about himself and the business and everything. He's not like kind of a temperamental artist and stuff no. who allows himself to be put into like this one field. He's a really versatile guy. And I think that's what kind of, you know, gradually had me appeal to this guy and why he's kind of lasted so long. And I think, and he's still got a big future ahead of him. Oh, I think you're, uh, you're right about that. And you mentioned uh, his sense of humor which uh, I, I certainly have enjoyed, uh, especially when I see him on Saturday Night Live. And, and I do believe that Nancy Lombardo is waiting in the green room, and this is probably okay. a very good, very good time to bring her in. So um, I'll do that right now. Hello, Thanks, Nancy segue. Lombardo. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. <laughs> I, well, I, I am so I glad. Said, what was I supposed to do it for? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh no, you can't forget Justin Timberlake. <laughs> so, no so forgetting him. No forgetting him. For, but however, I don't know if you saw my Facebook last night. I met um uh, Dr. Ruth. <laughs> I was no. uh, I met Dr. Ruth last night at the Friars Club. Oh, you were. Yeah. Wow, well, well you do Ruth. get a, you do get around um <laughs> dear listeners. You, uh, Nancy Lombardo, of course, as I mentioned earlier, is the uh, the great host of the very hilarious Comedy Concepts show here on Blog Talk Radio on uh, Friday mornings and Monday mornings at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. But that's uh, 10.30 not... Eastern. 10.30. 10.30. Oh. 10.30 Eastern. Right. So it's 8.30 my time. That's why I get it mixed that's up. That's why you're confused, yes. That's why I'm confused with the time zone. That's, well, I'm so glad we cleared that up. So it's 10.30 a.m. on Friday morning and Monday morning. No wonder there's a whole lot of people looking for you at 8.30 in the morning. Where is she? And it's all my, fa- it's all my fault. But anyway, not only, not only is Nancy on Blog Talk Radio, but she does uh, so many so very um, many uh, stand-up performances and fundraisers, and she has her own television show. And um, she is 
you can see her on Saturday Night Live every once in a while, and so that was the reason I asked her to call in because I think she she has actually seen Justin Timberlake oh, in person. I had a sighting. Yes, don't go crazy, Nikki. I had a sighting. I'm, sorry. I, I'm a I'm a background. <laughs> I'm 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 like background regular. I guess is the word to say it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm on uh, regularly in the background of some skits and. Some make it on air, some don't. Sometimes you see me, sometimes you just pick me out, sometimes you see me a lot. But I think in this particular sketch that I was in, you see the back of my legs. <laughs> Which skit was it? Legs. Which skit was it? Uh, was it was soup? See, I don't know if I could say it on the air, but it takes oh, place oh. in Dean and DeLuca. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. She's All got right, a what would be the appropriate way to say She's got a uh, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a, okay. Okay. <laughs> I love that one. And I love soup. soup. There it is, too. I love them all, actually. Yeah. yeah and uh, so, uh, it, you know, when I realized I was, it's 11 o'clock at night. We're at Dean and DeLuca downtown. And I didn't know who the guest was. And then I'm, so I'm standing there, and I said, oh, that's a good-looking guy. And then they go, okay, Justin, we're ready for you. And they go, oh, it's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> so I was unwittingly standing next to him. And what I really liked about um, just as a background performer you know, adding my delicate walk down the aisle like a regular person, or as they call us, nondescript. And uh, he was very professional. He was zoned in the whole time. He wasn't talking to anybody. He kept himself away. He kept focused. He was very professional. And I, I thought that's that's fine because I've seen other people and, and on various shoots, and they'll be joking around and not really concentrating, so they have to do it a couple times. He wanted to get it down, and he wanted to get it done, and we were in and out. I think we, it took three hours to, to uh, film that segment there in the store. And uh, and he was so focused, but very focused, not joking around, not talking to anybody, just focusing on what he had to do. So I wow. found that, I said, oh, that's nice to see that, that he really uh, concentrates. But uh, Betty Jo, then I was realizing, too, he's a singer. And singers are the most perfectionist when it comes to what they do. They are oh. the most because they have to be so on the notes, so with the band, so in sync with everything. So I, I can see that it, his musical talents have trans, transferred over into his acting. Wow. Well, um, we we are just so happy to to hear those uh, good things about Jason Timberlake, <laughs> Timberlake aren't we? <laughs> aren't we, Nikki? Nikki and I, yeah. And um, I think what you're saying there about his focus is is really uh, one of the things that has that has uh, made him so popular because he really works he really works hard and um Nikki do you agree with uh with Nancy about that about that characteristic uh that this makes him popular in the music world uh, every single performance that he does live okay now I've never had the honor of seeing him live performing in I mean except for on television but he's never off he never misses a note. He never misses a beat. He never misses a dance move. So yeah. And the fact that he can do, I have to look twice because when he's making fun of himself, uh, <laughs> I don't know what was he doing. Was he the Taco Boy on SNL? What was that? He was the Soup he? Boy too. He's been everything. Because yeah, interesting. The fact interesting. that he can just yes. get there and get goofy, and he's uh, also, uh, you know what he's like? He's like Fred Astaire. <laughs> wow. Wow. He can move. He moves. He moves well. Uh, he's focused when he's doing it. He's in the moment, as they say in acting. He's in the moment when he's doing it. And uh, he is kind of that kind of an actor in that 
you know, he sings, he dances, and he acts. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he ab- loves absolutely. His fans. He loves his fans. Yes, absolutely. So he's and about what all is... thanking them. Oh yeah, well, and that's the right thing to do. That's the right thing to do. He realizes where he is. It's because of these people that buy his records and support him, and and you don't dish them because they'll turn on you in a minute. And you've seen many a star go downhill because of that. Mm-hmm. You know Absolutely. where are they now? Yeah. You know, um, well, but, go ahead. I was wondering, uh, AJ, do you have uh, have any question for for Nancy? Do, do you agree with with her in terms of uh, why uh, Timberlake is so popular uh, in the music world? Uh, no, I I just agree with her a hundred percent. Like he is a he's a taskmaster. Like he is not someone who I've ever seen. You know, uh, slack off on the job. You know, like I like I said, we'll we'll talk about his movies in a little bit. But even in some of the some of the movies he he's been in have been like have been really awful movies. But mm-hmm. it's he's never kind of gotten bogged down in it. He's never been like, oh god, what am I doing stuck in this piece of piece of junk <laughs> but and he he just, he's been there and he does his job and he, he does tries 100%. to get out. I have to say just from you know I'm the luckiest person ever <laughs> and I I'm not the star you guys make me out to be but I'm the luckiest in that I get to work and meet so many people and really firsthand get a a feel for them I mean when you see somebody like Justin Bieber and then you see somebody like Justin Timberlake and you go no comparison this is a professional. Uh-oh. This is your model. You go to the set and you work hard. You know, you're just a kid, really. And this guy's a grown man and giving it 100%. And the fact that he can parody himself on that show 100 times is just fantastic. But his focus, I never saw him like he was being, even though it was like a comedy sketch, he was being the person in that sketch. And that's the whole time. I love he, did, that. he didn't break it. He yes, the he's even time. the vegan the vegan dancer with the cheese. <laughs> I, that was, I crack up whatever I think. Well, maybe this is a good time to turn to uh, Timberlake's films. Uh, Nancy, uh, would you like to stay uh, with us, or uh, what is your time schedule today? Oh, uh, well, I'm fine. I'm fine. Go okay, ahead. good. Well, we're we're gonna we're not gonna mute you or or send you away or send you back to the green room. So let's, <laughs> well, but I wanted uh, uh, to introduce uh, our section on his acting by mentioning that uh, the Internet Movie Database in 2011 said that this is what Justin said about acting. Quote, I feel like a rookie in the movie business, that's for sure. Maybe a little bit of an outsider, too, since I came to it from music, unquote. And I'm thinking that now in 2013, with over 20 acting gigs on film and TV, including those uh, Saturday Night Live stints that we've talked about, Justin should no longer feel like an outsider in the movie world. Here are a few of the films he's appeared in so far. Trouble with the Curve, In Time, Friends with Benefits, Bad Teacher, The Social Network, The Open Road, The Love Guru, Black Snake Moan, Southland Tales, Alpha Dog, Edison, and Long Shot. Um, and so AJ is our uh, movie expert today, uh, so let's call on him first. When did you first see Timberlake in a movie, and what was your reaction to his acting? Well, the first movie I recall seeing him in was in uh, 2006 when he did this uh, one called Edison Force. It had uh, Kevin Spacey in it and Morgan Freeman, and I I think like Dylan McDermott was in it, or LL Cool J. It's this very big ensemble, 
And at the time, you know, I had kind of heard some of his music and gotten more uh, used to him, but there was still a little bit of that, oh, the the, the NSYNC guy is going to try and act. Okay, show me, show me what you got. Come on. And, like, the, the movie itself really wasn't all that memorable, wasn't all that great. And he was just kind of he was he was just kind of there and like like you know like I said before he came there and he did his part he was like this journalist trying to get to the bottom of a conspiracy and uh, he he he's in recent years he's kind of done more of those parts as he's been kind of been moving into more of a main, of the mainstream leading role he's just kind of like the concerned hero which is end up being sort of the least interesting parts that he's ever done like I think he's a lot better when he like he's a he's a character actor like when you see him mm-hmm. in uh, the love the love guru which is a really horrible unfunny movie and then you've got him in the background as the rival to the uh, hockey hockey player that Mike Myers is trying to help this this complete right. goofball there and like okay he he's kind of amusing and then when you've got him in uh, Alpha Dog and uh, Black Snake Moan and uh, Southland Tales, and he's like very quietly intense parts that just kind of have him not in in that little in that gray area where he's not quite like going over the top nuts and insane, but you can tell like the, his character has problems. Like that's where his uh, strength really lies when he's mm-hmm. playing those uh, kind of those bit parts instead of just kind of the square jawed leading man stuff. That's a good point, Nikki. Uh, uh, when did you first see a movie with uh, Timberlake? Well, unfortunately, the first movie I saw him in was The Love Guru. Now, let me just say, ah. okay, I hated the movie. Of course, I loved him. Now, I did go back and watch other movies that he's been in. I've actually seen everything. All of his television work, too. He did, you know, like he did an, um, a, a reality series called The Phone, okay, on MTV. I watched that, and I mean, I just really, even in a such a horrible movie as Love Guru, you have to all agree with me that that was just a horrific movie. It was horrible. Even he was just okay. He was okay. You know what I mean? He wasn't yeah. horrible. So, um, yeah. Funny. And of course, my favorite movie so far has been a social network that he was in. I actually think that he stole that show, that movie. I agree. Um, I think he stole the movie. And it was hard to do because I'm a huge fan uh, Jesse, I forget his last name, but I'm a huge fan of his too. But I really think that Justin stole that movie. I loved the way he played his character, the Napster inventor. I loved his parts in it. I loved his subtle. He was a maniac for you know power, and I just loved it. So yeah, I I found found that uh, true when I I I just uh, thought he nailed that part, and um, he was he was really the best thing about the social network. And Nancy, uh, when I was trying do you to have a favorite. Of- well, the, but I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm not sure it was him. Now I, maybe AJ knows. There was a movie. This is terrible. You know that movie where they kidnap this guy's brother to get even? Alpha Dog. That's it. Alpha I dog. thought he was wonderful in Alpha Dog. Yeah, I thought, yeah, exactly. He was I great in that. I thought he he could have gone either way with, but he was that character in Alpha mm-hmm. Dog. He was yeah. so that character. He. Uh, you know, uh, the, the the junkie, whatever, pothead, you know, going along guy. And he's got to be older than the character he was playing, but he was that age, he was that, you know, slacker character. 
I didn't I didn't think I was watching. I think that's the difference. A lot of people you watch and you go, oh, well, that's Elizabeth Taylor being Elizabeth Taylor in another movie. But he was sure. being that character. He had that character I down. Just, I forgot it was Justin Timberlake. Yeah, well, I yeah, didn't like recognize the, the, the less The less flashy the role, like the less where they're just trying to have him be the name on the marquee. And he's like, he's holding the gun on the poster. And he's looking really intense. Like, those aren't the interesting parts. The interesting parts are when he's like the soldier boyfriend of uh, Christina Ricci in Black Snake Moan. Or he's like the kind of traumatized uh, veteran in uh, Southland Tales when he has a lot of material to work with like when he surprises you when he takes everything you know about justin timberlake is the nsync guy the boy band guy and then he does something like he does in southland tales that sequence where he's tripping around singing the killers or lip-syncing the killers all the things that i've done that really hallucinatory sequence like he surprises even in time i think in time is that the name of the movie? In time. It is in yeah. time. That was yeah. the science fiction yeah. movie, right? But yeah, when he was in time, and where at sometimes it wasn't the best movie in the world, right? But no. he he played it straight. You could have gone either way with that. That kind of that, those. It, I think those are the hardest scenes for actors to play. Scenes like you're going, oh come on, I got to say this out loud, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was a very awkward scene when he walks into the house with Olivia Wilde and goes, oh hi mom. Oh, <laughs> you know yeah, I, got you I never, uh-huh, I never. That was actually really creepy. I never feel though like he's acting. I don't feel like he's acting. I don't feel like forcing. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like he's forcing acting. I feel like you said he focuses and gets into that character. So it's in the moment. Right. It's, it's when they, in acting you say you're in the moment. And that means nothing can distract you, and you don't break from that character, and you don't suddenly become Justin Timberlake. You answer as that character mm-hmm. exactly. because you're feeling everything that's going around is a sense sensory feeling. Yes. So you're feeling it. Well, you're feeling the sensory of the whole situation. I think that's well said. And Nikki, I, I'm like you uh, with uh, a bad teacher. You, you're, you're talking about uh, uh, you, the, the mm-hmm. love guru, the love guru, and you, you hated that, but you liked uh, Timberlake. And I hated bad teacher, so but I, I thought uh, Timberlake was very funny as that rich, dirty teacher. He was <laughs> nerdy, amazing. He was nerdier the better, and he was wealthy. And he was and rich, Cameron, and she wanted him. Yeah, oh, yeah, was, no, he was the best. He was the best and, in it. And so, yeah, that awful movie showed uh, showed that uh, that uh, Timberlake has great comic potential. Well, you know, I think we should talk about his two new movies that are coming out, and um, I'm really looking forward to them. The first one is Runner Runner, and then the next one will be in, uh, Inside Lewin Davis. And Runner Runner just uh, will start soon, October I think 4th. It's, um, and, October 4th, right? Is that a remake of something? Yeah, well, yes, we have. We're fortunate that Nikki did find a brief interview of Justin talking about this film. So we're going to actually hear Justin, although he he isn't here today. (laughs) We're actually going to hear him. So Nikki, why don't you introduce uh, the clip that we're about to hear and then play it for us? It's about four minutes, and then we can talk more after that. I will. He's talking to um, a British journalist on um, Screen Slam, which is why we can play it, because it was only aired in Britain. And he talks about his character and how much fun he had working with Ben Affleck. So here you go. Wait. You pick one favorite performance? If, if, you have, if you have one that you can... Oh, I don't. Can I get uh, your name and outline? Yes. Uh, James White, Empire Online. 
Think about it. Think about it. Someone just said, that's impossible. That's, I get that answer a lot, too. That's impossible. <laughs> we can pick a couple if you want. Um, okay, let's, let's start with the rest of the questions and just let you puzzle that one in your brain. Um, Gemma, when she's talked about the movie, she's referenced her, in, in terms of her performances, referenced Gilda and things like that. What would you say you referenced for Richie? Was there anything you went to and had a look at when you were sort of coming up with ideas? What did she say that she referenced? She referenced Gilda. Oh, Gilda interesting. Classic. Yeah. Um, no, you know, I, uh, I guess maybe a little, um, a little bit of a, a little, a little bud smart, a little, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, for Richie, um, I think that's the one that probably sticks out in my mind the most is that eager to please, you know, eager to win, mm-hmm. will risk it all. Willing to, yeah. yeah, willing to, willing to go outside of your moral uh, compass and and mm-hmm. to sort of be ambiguous about it. Um, I think what happens to uh, Richie is he makes, you know. He, he he's a good guy. He's just trying to dig himself out of a hole and keeps digging deeper and deeper. Um, you and Ben sort of both well credited with um, yeah. And there's lots of cutlery around. <laughs> you and Ben. You and Ben are apparently um, there's a dinner party in the next room. <laughs> apparently so. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and here it is again. Uh, you and Ben, obviously, you know, you're both very very hard working actors and and. Uh, have all sorts of things going on. Did you ever get competitive in terms of you know hard work? We saw you on the B-roll saying you know I'm the first guy here and the last guy here. I'll be tidying up afterwards. So. Oh uh, well, <laughs> listen, uh, you know that that was more a joke about the fact that I think that's your job. As I think that's part of that's part of your job is carrying a movie, not just in in the actual scenes, but carrying the morale of the movie as you're shooting. Hmm. Um, I've seen I've seen. Um, some great actors do that when I was playing a supporting role in a movie, and it does make a difference. I, and I've learned from some 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 great actors um, who've done that. But with Ben and I, I don't know. It was uh, I don't know. We he's as collaborative as I am, and I think that that's that's why our characters on on screen as well are are, are they play really well together. Is, is because we had that chemistry off screen, and we just both wanted to make the best movie we could possibly make. That's all any. That's all anybody on set wants to do. Um, and if anybody's there who doesn't want to do that, and you don't want them around, you know, um, yeah. you just want everyone there who's going to want to make the best thing you can make. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking of sort of talking with Ben and everything, given his his move from acting into producing, writing, directing, and obviously still acting. Has that given you any sort of inspiration for yourself to maybe think about directing? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Um, you know, <laughs> I sort of, sort, of thought, sort of dreamed about directing before career as an actor took off because you, you, I've directed stage before in, in so many capacities on my own tours. Mm-hmm. I mean, I put that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to, otherwise, you know, it's your statement, you know, it's your yeah. voice and that, that has to come through. Um, and a lot of my shows in the past, I mean, some of them have been more theatrical than others. But, but yeah, you really get a you really get the bug for it when you direct on stage. Mm. Okay, so final question: favorite performance? <laughs> favorite performance? God, there's so many. Well, let me just preface this by saying, like, there's no way you can narrow down one performance no. as, like... Absolutely. Because 
I can think of some Meryl Streep performances. Uh, I did love Nicholson in The Shining. Uh, that was a great performance. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very That's much. That's the first one that popped in my mind. <laughs> That's no worries. Yeah. Thank you. I get that look from everybody when I ask that question. Okay. See you. All right. Oh, my gosh. What a name dropper. Meryl Streep and, and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> That's a pair to draw to, you know. Nikki, thank you for that clip. I, I think it's going to be fun to see Ben Affleck and Justin Timberlake's characters try to outsmart each other in the, in Runner Runner. It, it sounds like it'll be an interesting uh, thriller. AJ, what are your uh, expectations for uh, Runner Runner? Well, uh, Runner Runner, uh, we actually talked about that a couple weeks ago on the fall preview on that. It was in my uh, list of the ten uh, movies I was kind of looking forward to uh, this fall just because, you know, oh, me yeah, and Con Artist movies and gambling movies, I'm just a total sucker for those. Unfortunately, mm. when I went and saw, I believe, uh, yeah, it was Insidious 2 this past weekend, they had the trailer for Runner Runner, so I wasn't able to avoid it like I hoped I would, but it still looks like a good fun flick. Uh, yeah. Just something that's a good entertaining movie, but yeah, Inside Lewin Davis, like I, I'm there just because it's the Coen Brothers and they're yeah. my favorite yes. makers just ever, and like, and it's another awesome ensemble. It's got Oscar Isaac, you know, Garrett Hedlund, John Goodman, and you got uh, Timberlake in there too. Like, you just say the Coens and I'm there, but like that cast alone, like, and then the advanced word that I've heard about the movie itself, like I, I'm, I'm there. I I feel the very same way about it, and I I I know that uh, uh, Justin doesn't play the title role. That's uh, Oscar Isaac, but he does play the play uh, the lead character's best friend, and he gets to sing. So that makes me very happy. And and uh, and uh, T Bone Burnett did the the soundtrack, and he's the same guy that did Oh Brother Where Art Thou. So that's uh, that. I'm really more interested in Inside Lewin Davis than I am in Runner Runner, but I I hope to see them to see them both. I um I can't believe that this happens to me at this time during every program. There's so much more that we we would really like to say about uh, Justin Timberlake, but. Um, I want to make sure that we have enough time to play Nikki's favorite um, Justin Timberlake song right now, which is Mirrors. So I think we're going to just uh, ask each one of you if you have anything else you would like to say about Justin, and then we'll wrap things up and go to the outro uh, music. So, um, Nancy, is there anything uh, you would like to add that you uh, well, haven't been I able think, to? Well, I think it's just refreshing to see uh every now and then a positive movie star role model. And yes, I think that we're not reading about him with a hooker or no. <laughs> with needles in his arms or anything. You never hear anything really bad. Everyone speaks well of him, which shows that he's a cared about person. And I think it's it's very refreshing because I'm tired of all the shenanigans going on. <laughs> you know, these people point. to a certain Good. extent have, I do believe actors do have a responsibility to a certain point that your job is to entertain and uh, you know you influence people, so don't do stupid things. <laughs> Very well said. And, and AJ, uh, quickly, uh, anything else that you'd like to add? Well, this guy's been surprising me for the last few years and I only hope he continues to keep doing that. I think he will. And how about you, Nikki? 
I hate the Cohen brothers, and the only person that could hey. ever get me what? to what? love them, oh, no. <laughs> the only person Nobody's that could perfect. ever get me, the only person that could ever get me to love them would be Justin Timberlake. So I'm very excited. Hey, <laughs> I gotta. <laughs> that's a good. That's a very, very good time. Well, our time is up now. So this is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout out to AJ Hockery, Nikki Starr, Nancy Lombardo for making today's show so much fun. And special thanks to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support, as well as to our chatters and other listeners. We hope everyone enjoyed the show. Please come back next time for our annual Rocky Horror Picture Show party featuring the great Barry Bostwick. In the meantime, don't you forget to check out our film reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. That's all for now, folks. So... Here's Justin Timberlake to take us out with our, with Nikki's favorite Timberlake number, Mirrors. I'm just something to admire Cause you shine something like a mirror And I can't help but notice You reflect in the part of mine If you ever feel alone And regret it's too hard to find Just know that I'm always There's a love on the other side Cause with your hand in my head In a pocket full of smoke I can say it is no place
Thank you. 